Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is August 16th, 2017. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. We'll continue our series looking back at the best teams in Magic history, talking about uh, one of my favorite players of all time and one of my favorite teams of all time later on in the show. Uh, I'm also going to talk a little bit about the jerseys. We've got the schedule. I've been delaying it. I've been pushing it back. I'm finally going to talk about the Nike jerseys that the Magic have uh, unofficially unveiled because uh, they've been leaked pretty much everywhere. Um, not a lot to say about them, but I'll, I'll talk about them very briefly and a little bit more briefly about the jerseys in general because people like that stuff. But before we get started, let me get these out of the way. You can, of course... Uh, if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audio Room, Stitcher, tune in, all the fun places you download podcasts, and be sure to check out the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find them on Facebook at Locked On Pods. All of your favorite NBA teams, as well as a lot of your NFL teams, can be found on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search iTunes or Audio Boom with Locked On and your favorite team name. Definitely suggest you check those out. As I said, uh, you know, the schedule came out yesterday. did a quick analysis of the schedule, some of the big moments of the season to look forward to. You can check that out up on the archives at, uh, at on Audio Boom or iTunes for Locked On Magic. Uh, but I've been pushing this back and delaying it, but uh, the uh, Orlando Magic and all the teams in the NBA are unveiling their new Nike jerseys. Nike has become the official outfitter of the NBA, the official apparel outfitter of the NBA, uh, every team is getting uh, new jerseys, um, but as I was told beforehand, not to expect a lot of changes. Uh, the big change, honestly, that that the new uniform deal, the new uniform deal with Nike, which is an eight-year deal, is going to bring is uh, the way jerseys are worn. There's going to be four jersey designs. Uh, the icon, the Association Edition, which is the traditional home jerseys, the traditional white jerseys. The Icon Edition, which is the traditional road jerseys, uh, and then the a community-inspired jersey as well as a, a player's mindset-inspired jersey, which not a lot of details are known about those. Teams right now are slowly unveiling their association and icon jerseys. And so we're seeing the essentially the traditional home and road jersey. Of course, the NBA, as well, as well as Nike, officially announced that there won't be an official home or road designation anymore. The home team will get to choose whatever jersey they want. And, and typically, it, it sounds like teams are going to pick one of the association or the icon edition to be their quote-unquote home jersey. It can be the icon edition. But I believe the Chicago Bulls have, have announced that their icon edition, which is their red jersey, will be their quote-unquote home jersey, and the road team will have to pick a jersey to make sure that it doesn't clash. Um, that 
it's different than the way jerseys have been worn in, in a few ways, uh, so the rules on jerseys are, are changing. It's not clear yet what uh, jersey the Magic will wear at home, but uh, through the N- through NBA 2K, Ronnie 2K has been has been sharing screenshots of the players, uh, giving them their player ratings for NBA 2K 18, and then through the uh, through uh, what's it called the the uh, rookie symposium or the the rookie photo shoot with Panini, we got to see every rookie in their Magic jersey. So. The uh, Association Edition, the white jersey, came out with the Terrence Ross and Evan Fournier uh, uh, 2K rating reveal. And the road jerseys came out during the Panini photo shoot with the rookies with Jonathan Isaac and Wesley Awundu. And the jersey designs are exactly the same. Honestly, this was not a surprise to me. Uh, My understanding from talking to some people was that the jerseys were not going to change dramatically. Um, that the design was going to stay, stay virtually the same. The big differences that I saw um, are the side panels along the, the side of the jersey are now square. They don't they don't they they like did a little hook thing at the bottom uh, on the Adidas jerseys. They're now completely square down down the down the side. Um, there is a uh, and this is pretty general among most of the Nike jerseys. It says Magic now on the belt uh, center belt um, on the pants. So. Not a lot of changes to report on the jersey. The, the 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 pinstriping is a little different, but not significantly so that you would notice if you didn't really care to look very, very clearly. Uh, I, I know some fans were a little disappointed by this decision to kind of stick with the same uniforms, to, to not change things up. I think a lot of Magic fans want to see the Magic go with a new look. Uh, I don't necessarily blame them. Magic have worn their current jersey set since 2009. So it's been, this will be year number eight, year number nine in these jerseys. And it's probably time to update and refresh the look a little bit. I anticipate, though, that they'll look to refresh the look a little bit more with the other two jerseys that are coming out. The uh, the uh, uh, community-based jersey is reported to be very similar to the, um, and this is across the league, very similar to the kind of... Uh, quote-unquote pride jerseys that came out, um, your uh, Rip City jerseys for Portland, your Motor City jerseys for Detroit, the gray jerseys for the Magic. I kind of anticipate the Magic will have one jersey that will look kind of like their Stars jersey from last year that looked like it was just Adidas running out the clock. Um, there there are definitely a few ideas going around. Uh, there's a rumor out there that the Magic, although they will not have an official throwback jersey according to several reports, the uh, there there are eight teams I believe that will have official quote unquote throwback jerseys. There's a rumor that the Magic will use their uh, their community inspired design jersey to have an essentially a permanent throwback jersey of the original pinstripe uniforms, which I think everyone would love. I would bet one of their jerseys will be a, a black alternate over the blue alternate. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if the Magic ultimately decide to wear their blue alternates at home. Although I, I do like the white look. Um, uh, on the jersey uh, as well. So the jersey news is that there really isn't any. The Nike jerseys look pretty much the same as they did last time. Um, I'm sure the Magic will still have something of an official reveal uh, at some point very, very soon. But the cat's out of the bag now. I don't know why they're waiting unless they're just waiting for a prototype or to to finalize some things. Uh, But the Magic jersey is out and it is not very, very different. So no big surprises there. Um, I know it disappoints some fans. Uh, it is an eight-year deal. I think we will see a new jersey 
Um, at some point during the eight years, uh, I think Nike is kind of dipping their toes in the water. You're seeing across the league, not a lot of design changes. The biggest design change is the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have a new logo anyway, so they were looking for a new jersey to, to match their new uh, their new style, their new uh, their new uh, logo and new new branding. So not a lot going on here for the Magic. I, I would expect more teams to look to change their jersey, and the Indiana Pacers also changed their jersey. I would look to see some jersey changes happening um, in the next year or two for teams that want to do that, and I, I would bet that the Magic will be among those teams looking to change their jersey. It is, of course, next year, I believe, the 30th anniversary. I did see one person suggest maybe they're waiting for that to change their jersey and that logic makes sense to me either I'm not reporting that but that logic makes sense to me so we will see about that Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks it's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year right now buy one get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99 and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99 buy one get one free there's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Getting back now to uh, our theme of the week. If you're following along on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, we are doing our ranking of all 28 teams in Orlando Magic history. Uh, I'm using the podcast to discuss kind of an overarching theme from each day. So I encourage you to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com uh, and read up on our right on our write-ups looking at magic history. I mean, this is the time of year where things are dead. So we want to talk about Orlando Magic history and talk about the great teams in, and really talk about all of history. We're going to get to the great teams in the next couple of days. Uh, but today we are talking, uh, where we're posting on teams numbers 12 through 17. So you get a little Tracy McGrady, little Dwight Howard, and a little bit of the guy that I want to talk about on today's podcast. Uh, this is something a little more extemporaneous for me, uh, but something that I do think I need to talk about in case there are Magic fans that do not know who he is and do not know who this man represents among longtime Magic fans. If there were to be a specific Orlando Magic 30 for 30... If there was a story to tell that, I mean, originally the 30 for 30 series on ESPN was supposed to be documentaries that tell stories from a different angle, that that tell the history of the last 30 years, which was at the time ESPN's 30th anniversary, tells the history of sports through a different lens. You know, a documentary like Winning Time, the story of the Indiana Pacers for the New York uh, versus the New York Knicks. Neither of those teams won championships. Yet you watch that you watch that documentary and you understand 1990s basketball, and it's it's just a great story. Period. And so they were looking to to tell these kind of offshoot stories, and everyone, every Magic fan, regardless of their age or when they came to the team. They know the story of the 1995 Orlando Magic. In fact, the nation knows that story because of the 30 for 30 series. They also know the story of the 2009 Orlando Magic because they went to the finals. Those are the those are the highlights. Those are the big teams. If I were to write, if I were to make a 30 for 30, and honestly, 
I want to see some type of documentary, even if it's just you know one of those inside ma- inside the magic documentaries that 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 the magic make from time to time with Fox Sports Florida. If anyone from Fox Sports Florida is listening to this, pay attention here, please. If I were looking to to watch a documentary on any team in magic history, I would want to tell the story of the 1999-2000 team. And its captain and its leader. That, of course, the 1999-2000 team was the beloved heart and hustle team. To me, the heart and hustle team epitomized why we watch these games. Why we hope and why we believe. Because that team was not supposed to be any good. That team, in fact, was supposed to be terrible. If I remember my story correctly, and even if it's legend, who cares? Sports Illustrated predicted the 1999-2000 team to win less than 20 games. That summer, the Magic had traded away Penny Hardaway to the Phoenix Suns. They traded away Horace Grant to the Seattle Supersonics and... After 10 years with the team, they traded Nick Anderson to the Sacramento Kings. The Magic were restarting completely. They wanted to get a high draft pick, and they wanted to clear cap room because they believed, right, and apparently rightfully so, they could sign Tim Duncan, Tracy McGrady, and Grant Hill. Their intent seemed to be to be bad. But the Magic had no intention of being bad. They saw those preseason predictions and used it as motivation. A lot of these guys were in contract years. They needed to show out. Magic used that to their benefit. But ultimately, the success of that team came on the back of their leader. That leader, of course, was Daryl Armstrong. Daryl Armstrong literally came out of nowhere. The Magic, if I signed him on one of the last days of the 1995 season, he was, he was part of the finals run, although he never played a game. He played three games in the regular season, did not play in the playoffs. But you'll notice, if you watch any of those playoff videos, there is a guy in a suit that is jumping up and down, going crazy over everything. That's Daryl Armstrong. That guy, I mean, supposedly he ate... Four or five Hershey's Kisses before every game. Had a cup of coffee at halftime and a few more Hershey's Kisses. He was just boundless, boundless energy. And when he finally got his chance to play in the 1997 season, he proved why he could be an NBA player at the very least. During the 1997 playoffs against the Miami Heat, he helped turn the tide of that series. Penny Hardaway did the scoring, and Penny Hardaway is the reason why They turned a 2-0 series into a 2-2 series and forced a decisive Game 5. But Daryl Armstrong hounded Tim Hardaway and made his life difficult. More than any team really in Magic history, the Hard and Hustle team took on the identity of their captain. They did not relent. They did not stop. They kept coming at you. They didn't care if they didn't have the same talents as you. They're going to out-effort you at every turn. And that's what Daryl Armstrong had to do coming out of Fayetteville State. 
He wasn't on anyone's draft radar. He didn't get drafted. He played in the CBA. He was bagging groceries for a living while playing basketball professionally. The NBA was so far away from him. And the Magic somehow found him. By the, 19, by the 1999 season, the lockout shortened year, he averaged 13.8 points per game and 6.7 assists per game, earning him both Sixth Man of the Year and the Most Improved Player Award. He averaged 16.2 points per game in the 2000 season, the Heart and Hustle year, and 6.1 assists per game, leading that Magic team that was supposed to win fewer than 20 games to 41-41 and 41 record. The Magic were playing for a playoff spot on the final day of the season. It was not until the Milwaukee Bucks knocked them out and secured the eighth seed for themselves on the TD Waterhouse Center floor that they were eliminated from the playoffs. It was game 81, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been game 80. And Armstrong was at the heart of that. I, I, I mean, I cannot really describe the energy he brought to the game how he was willing to dive on the floor, get down and play defense, just have constant positive energy. When, when we were at Summer League this year, he's, he's an assistant coach with the Dallas Mavericks right now. He, he won a title with them as an assistant coach. When we were at Summer League, he was on the bench, and he was barking and talking and just being engaged in the game. It, nothing had changed with Daryl. He still kind of had this boundless energy to be involved, to get others involved, to push people to a higher level. And the, some of the things he was saying were absolutely hilarious. Like the guy just just was just run is going, and that's how he played. He was a smart player. He wasn't a a a, a loose cannon or anything. I mean, he had his turnover issues. He averaged about three turnovers a game for several years. But he made up for it with his energy. He made up for it by getting back on defense every time. He made up for it by getting a steal and diving for the loose ball and showing you the bruise and the floor burn after the game. He did it when... He stole the ball on an inbounds against the Philadelphia 76ers, ran it in, and laid it up for a big win. I think it was. I think that was during the Heart and Hustle year, actually. Daryl Armstrong is not an all-time great player. He's not someone you think of when you think of the Orlando Magic, unless you are a hardcore fan like I am. When I I remember a few years ago, I did this project for a site I was working for, Crossover Chronicles. Uh, and talked about, and, and the project was the four jerseys every Magic player should own, or every Magic fan should own, or four four jerseys a Magic fan should own. And one of them was kind of like a deep cuts, like you know you're a fan if you own this jersey. And I said Daryl Armstrong, and my editor at the time said, "Who is Daryl Armstrong?" Daryl Armstrong's kind of that that fan local secret. We know who he is because he left such an imprint on our team. He made the magic better for the eight, nine seasons he played in Orlando. He is still a fan favorite and absolutely beloved by long, long-term fans because he left everything on the floor. Every team 
needs a Daryl Armstrong. Whether it's Daryl Armstrong, the, the cheerleader in the beige suit, or Daryl Armstrong, the crazy energy guy off the bench. Every team needs that guy. And, you know, when I, when I was doing this project, when I was looking at this project, you know, I thought about the players that I appreciate most. I was a Penny fan growing up. I loved Penny Hardaway. I loved Shaq, but Penny Penny was my guy. As I was becoming more conscious as a basketball fan, I, I Tracy McGrady was my guy. I loved Tracy McGrady. I mean, he was the star, and he could just do everything. You didn't need to be a smart basketball player to understand Tracy McGrady because he just did everything. You know, I watched Dwight Howard enough and know his game so well, I still find myself defending him. Because I, I think he does get, I think his career gets a very bad rap. Daryl Armstrong, though, was the glue that holds two arrows together and holds the team together. I don't think it's a coincidence that when the Magic let him go in free agency in the summer of 2003, that the team cratered without his leadership, without him being there to push others to a higher level. That wasn't in T-Mac's DNA. God love T-Mac. We'll talk plenty about T-Mac uh, heading into his Hall of Fame induction, but Daryl Armstrong held that team together. Daryl Armstrong pushed that team to make sure they got the most from T-Mac. And it's hard to find players like Daryl Armstrong. Every franchise, I'm sure, has their guy like him. The, the, the guy that is, that, that is exclusively and secretively to the rest of the league, their player. Daryl Armstrong is that guy for the Magic. One of my all-time favorite Magic players. And someone who we need to make sure gets the appreciation he deserves from Magic fans. If you need to know more about Daryl Armstrong... I can send you some video clips. I can tell you a few more stories, but I think that's going to do it for me today. You can, of course, contact the, the show at Locked On Magic on, t- on Twitter, at Locked On Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. Um, also, be sure to check us out uh, at OrlandoMagicDaily.com for the latest on the Orlando Magic. You can follow the site there on Twitter at OmagicDaily. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. If you're looking for Uh, looking to get in touch with the show through another medium or have any advertising inquiries, be sure to email the show at omagicdaily at gmail.com. That's going to do it for me today. Um, Thank you all for listening once again. uh, For Locked On Magic and Orlando Magic Daily, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I'll see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.